0: Welcome to the DNA show. DNA? Dude, are we doing a science show? No, D is for Dennis. Oh, A is for Andy. And N
1: is for and? Oh man, nerds. Cause oh, yeah. Because we're nerds, dude. Yeah. Well good, then we can talk about comics and movies and
0: pop culture and sports. Sports. Sports and nerds. Yeah, we're going to make that work. All right, let's roll. You know what that is, Dennis? Well, it sounds like graduation time to me. That's right. That's exactly what it is. It is that graduation time of year. And even though we're in the midst of this COVID crisis lockdown where graduations aren't, you know, happening and stuff, or finding different ways to celebrate, and I was reminded of it. My daughter graduates next year, so it's not really top of mind. But our neighbor across the street had a sign company come out and put the big, you know, letters up in the yard yep. that spelled out, you know, uh, graduation day and their granddaughter's name and stuff. And then later in the day, because uh, I work at my studio was set up to where I could see right out a window. So I saw, you know, them taking pictures of their their granddaughter and she was in her cap and gown and stuff. And it got me thinking, back to 1987, when I graduated high school. Wow, you're old. When'd you graduate? 88. So you're way older. (laughs) Okay. One, our birthday's the same year. Two, it's only separated by a month. So how in the hell? I guess your parents thought you were dumb and held you back. That's okay, Dennis. You're smart in my eyes. No, I just had to do with the birthdays. Uh, they, they, uh, they once figured, again, they figured I need to November, help them. I'm November. You're December. Yep. What's that have to do with the De- birthdays? You're asking me how they figured out that I was too little for to about that. You you failed kindergarten. And you had Not to at p- all. kindergarten first grade. Nope, no failure. had to repeat a grade. Nope, never. It's okay to admit it. No, never. ever. Anyhow, so I graduated in 1987, and it must be kismet because my wife was doing some cleaning over the weekend, and she found an envelope labeled Andy and Matt's Report Cards. Matt's my brother. Now, why I have the envelope that has our report cards and my brother doesn't, I don't know, but I figured I'd dig through them, and I found my senior report card. Oh. So I, I thought I could go down memory lane and run down some of my grades. Uh, I'm also going to run down grades for my junior year because the senior year... Well, first I'll run down the grades. Final grades, senior year, were an A. That was art, needless <laughs> to say. <laughs> go figure. Go figure. Uh, I got a B in grammar and composition. A B. B in literature. And then underneath that is A, 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 A. Now you're sitting there and you're going, whoa, that's a a 3.8 grade point average. That's pretty solid. Well, I will say that those final four A's, the teacher's last name, I don't remember the first name, but the last name was Byers. And where I went to school when you were a senior, if you completed all your all your uh, courses that you had to take, you were allowed to do work study for the rest of the day. Really? So what that means is, for my senior year, I took art because it was an elective. I'm an artist, it's what I enjoyed doing, so I didn't take it as an easy A. So I took it because it was basically a class, my teacher saw what I liked to do and my talent, and she basically, as a senior, let me just work on my portfolio, so I did a lot of comic book types art stuff. Um, I had to take grammar and composition and I had to take literature. Other than that, I had all my math out of the way, my science, my history. All that stuff was at, all the requirements were done. Wait, so so you
1: didn't have math your senior year? No. Wow. I had
0: it, I had, uh, in my junior year... So you just
1: took the minimum amount of math.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh! Oh, yeah. Now, as a junior... I finished math, and they said, you know, when I was setting up my schedule as a senior, they said, you know, do you want to continue in math? And I said, well, what would it be? And they said it'd be trigonometry. And I said, no, because I'm going to be a comic book artist. (laughs) I don't need trigonometry. (laughs) Who needs math to be an artist? That's what you're thinking. Exactly. And then history, same thing. Whatever history as a senior would have been, I was like, well, do I have enough credits to pass without taking it? They're like, yep. I said, no, thank you. So I took work study and what work study was, is you had to have a job and you got to leave two periods early to go to that job. And you had to, you know, your employer would check in with the teacher, which was this Mr. Byers. I remember it was a a guy, so Mr. Byers. And the first two classes were all about working, you know, and and I, I don't remember what they taught, but it was about working. And, you know, being in the real world and stuff. And then after that, you'd go to your job for the rest of the day. And you got school credit, but you had to have a job. And, you know, the employer had to check in with the school. You had to provide. Now, you didn't have to work every day after school, but you had to work a certain amount of hours. I think it was maybe 15 hours a week. And I was working, you know, I think I worked at a Subway restaurant during that time. I worked at a Wendy's during the school year. So it was fast food stuff is where I worked. So the, that, that explains the bunch of A's that I got. Um, so it's not like I was like, you know, rocking real classes. It was, you know, <laughs> hey, he went to work. Give him an A. <laughs> well, that's kind of what it felt like you were saying. No, we were. I was a
1: little bit different. Um, yeah, I took... So like for our math, it was... Freshman uh, year was algebra, then he went to geometry your sophomore year, then advanced algebra uh, your junior year. And then we had what we called advanced senior math, if you went up there. But that was your calc and trig and all that kind of stuff rolled in, rolled into one. Right. So I was more of a STEM kid. The science, tech, engineering, mathematics, before STEM was really I was really going to say, they didn't have STEM back right. then. But that was it. basically it. It was the same thing. Four years of science. I did the four years of math and stuff like that. I think back then it was just called geek. I just don't yeah, remember what it geek was nerd. math was. Yeah. It was nerd. What I mean, was geometry? there's a reason
0: why we're doing this now. Ge- geometry, economics, uh what's another e? Electronics and oh yeah, uh, calculus spelled with a k. Yeah,
1: I Seek. had it all. I had it. All. <laughs> it was true. But you went what well, you went down one path a week right. and I went down totally the other path. Totally. <laughs>
0: totally. So what were the what what grades do you remember?
1: Oh yeah. Yeah, so I got um I was uh, advanced senior math, you know, it was a B um you know, physics was a, was a B. Uh, most of my classes I got A's in except for, um, you know, the harder ones. But I, I'm going to be honest, you know, back then, I didn't exactly try. You know, i never... So in four years of, of, of high school... I think I had homework two days in four years. I mean, yes,
0: it's okay to have a B. You don't have to say I didn't try, and if I did, I could have gotten it.
1: No, I, I'm just saying that uh, <laughs> some people I knew, they brought home homework, they did it three, four hours a night. Oh, no. no, I, no. I, I, I never took homework. No, My parents I, like, I, don't you have homework? I'm like, nope, did it in school. However, I always made sure I took a study hall. So if I needed it, I would take care of everything. And then, like, my uh, sophomore, junior year, Mrs. Wolf, she was in charge of the library. Well, I would go in. I'd be done anyway. And then, because I was a good student, and that was when MTV was a thing, so they had a back corner, and there were certain ones of us that she would let go in, and we would watch MTV when we went for our hour into the library. So, like, Europe, the final countdown, when that came out, I remember watching it. I watched the space shuttle accident live on TV because I happened to be in there watching TV right, when right. it got cut in. and But, yeah, I mean, that's what we did. I didn't really need study hall either. But I had it, so I never had to take it I mean, I off. didn't.
0: I wasn't that. I did, a, I did homework in school when I could. And when I did have homework, this is where my brother and I were total opposites. When I had homework, as soon as I got home from school, I dug it out and I did it because I wanted it done. I wanted it done, I wanted it out of the way. So like our school would get out at around 3 o'clock, I'd be home around 3.30, I'd get my homework done around four thirty-five o'clock, so the rest of my night I had off. Whereas my brother would come home, screw around, do his homework maybe, maybe not, you know, so totally different. I did, so I had my junior year report card here, which is probably more of a good indicator because I had real, you know, so just running it down. I had Spanish. I got an A. Oh, I had French. What? Oh Oh my God, that's like one of the hardest ones. See, what I had to take- They're both languages of love, so to speak, so they're very similar. No, because I remember I had to take one year of a language to pass. So, I said, what's the easiest language? They said, Spanish. I said, sign me up. See, we only had Spanish and French as an option. I
1: asked about Klingon. They said Klingon was not an option, option, so I had to go French. They had,
0: we had Spanish, French, Latin, and I think German. Ah. So, I went Spanish because, once again, they said it was the easiest. And it was rather easy because I got an A. And it was so easy, actually, they said, my God, you got an A. Do you want to take this as a senior? And what, you, you know my philosophy. Did I did I take the requirement to pass? They said yes. I said no, I do not and they said But we could literally move you to Spanish 3. You could skip Spanish 2 because you did so well and I said Okay, did you not hear me? Did I not take this just to pass high school? I'm done. Thank you. I don't remember any of it So Spanish and then I've got uh, a B in something which I'm not exactly sure because the initials are I-N-T-D-I-S and it is not interior design so I don't know what it is but I got a B I got a C in one quarter so obviously I didn't do well in one quarter in grammar comp I got a C international dissertation? definitely not (laughs) Um, no, no 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 not at all Uh, So, I got a C in that. American Lit. I got a C. (laughs) Uh, 19th Century U.S. History. I got a C. Uh, Let's see. Uh, 20th Century U.S. History. I got a B. Nice. That's closer to home. You know, 20th Century U.S. History. (laughs) So, I got a B. Fine Arts. I got an A, art, basically. Of course. So, got an A in art. And then, in geometry, I got an A. So, I rocked the 3.25 grade average. So, But that is more in a line, because there was no work study and any of that stuff. Yeah. So, you know, I, all, all through high school, I basically got a, a mid-3.0 grade point average. Um, I totally shit the bed on my SAT. I don't remember my score. I know it was just average and I know I shit the bed on it because My parents made me take it even though I was already accepted Knowing well, I wasn't accepted into the school yet the art school I went to but I I went to an art school trade school. So, you didn't need any testing to get into the school. Uh,
1: see, and we didn't have the SAT. So I was just Our like, option was the ACT at the school I went to, and that was
0: that was the only option. Well, we had that as
1: well. Yeah, but we didn't have an SAT. Oh, okay.
0: So, you know, I went into it sleepy, not wanting to do it, not caring. You know, I'm sure if I tried and even studied, I could have done better, but I knew where I wanted to go, so I didn't care. Looking back on it, <coughs> even if I didn't Looking back on it, if I could do it again, knowing I was still going to go to art school and everything, I do wish I would have studied and really worked at it to see what I could have got on the SAT if I tried. But, oh, well. Say la vie. Oh,
1: ah, well. That was a nice little flashback. Well, yeah, you know, graduation
0: days. this time. I'm happy for everybody that graduated. Yep. I saw, It is so an accomplishment. We,
1: we, we saw something really cool. It was across the street. We were on our way over to go eat at Jalapeno's since everything's you know kind of back open and we looked and there was a traffic jam to the left as far as we could see and a traffic jam to the right as far as we could see and we're like well sure, I wonder what's going on <clears throat> so we wound up having to park in walmart walk all the way across and we're like what are all these cars are even in the parking lot is there an accident nope it was krispy kreme krispy kreme i yep. love krispy kreme yep It was through the drive-thru, because the inside of the store is not open yet. And they were backed up as far as you could see, both directions. I'm like, why are they here? So, of course, when we sat down, we had to Google it. They were giving away a dozen free donuts for all of the graduates who came dressed in their cap and gown. Oh, nice. And literally, as we were walking down, you can see them all. So, people were waiting in line for hours for a dozen free donuts. I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't either, but... I suppose as a high schooler for a dozen free donuts how much gas wasting but to them it was worth it but go go graduates
0: now do you still have your tassel
1: i should yeah my tassel i know the letter i know um, you got it yeah i I letter
0: oh yeah i didn't do anything you didn't do sports uh football track and field (laughs) and no i was the field part of track i was a nerd i didn't not do sports no, I uh, I don't have a letter. I have my tassel. I know exactly where it is. The one thing I didn't get, and I look back on it and kind of wish I did, is the ring. My se- senior class ring. I didn't get it. a oh, yeah. senior class ring. Oh, you did? I did. Does it still fit? Oh, yeah. I'm sure it fits on my pinky. Yeah. <laughs> you know where that is? Yeah. Yep, I have that. At the house, you mean? Sure. Your tassel too or is your tassel with your parents? My
1: my tassel is probably in a graduation box up in the attic. My ring is not. I have that with my yeah. other
0: rings. I wish I, uh, I that's that's probably the only regret I have is I, I do wish I had a ring. I didn't I didn't go to prom. Still have no regret about that. Don't care. Didn't care then, don't care now. Um Yeah, so that was uh, that's high school times. Uh well, I, congratulations uh, to all the graduates. That's right. Congrats, guys. Uh, I would like to... Uh, I, I believe we have a Tiger King update. 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 There is. Some great
1: stuff started coming out with Tiger King. What do King. we got, Dennis? Tiger King. So... Is he still in jail? Oh, yeah. Still in jail. Damn.
0: Poor Joe.
1: I, yeah, I, I know. But what was interesting for those of us who, you know, listen to our tiger king podcast you know we were we got very invested like a lot of america did in in this just because we were locked in it was an interesting bizarre story but it all boiled down to did carol kill her husband for his money and property and um when we were talking about it it wound up being our personal opinions based on the facts that we saw in the quote-unquote documentary was you know, based on his lawyer and stuff, when Carol suddenly produced the uh, the new will that gave her full ownership, where it said, "In case I disappear or die," right. which he said it's never included. It's you know, in case I die, kind of thing. It would happen. Right. So he goes, "None of this made sense." That he would never do this because even his lawyer was like, "Nope, nope, it didn't happen." Um, but she goes, "Oh, I got the document to prove it. I mean, it's mine." Well, they had a uh, an update from the sheriff, and they are now saying that that will document the signature on the document is a forgery. No. Yes. Really yes so i guess you and i aren't really surprised because as we were talking we're like there's no way this mysterious document because it was stolen from the locked trailer was suddenly going to show up in her thing and be completely different than what his lawyer had written up so it made no sense so we kind of knew it but apparently they must have run it
0: through forensics and stuff and they are now saying it is indeed a forgery So, it's almost like with her, one step forward, two steps back. Because the other update is, I just read that the feds have given her control of the zoo in Oklahoma. So, it's not... The original zoo. Well, the one that's owned by the guy from Vegas. Yeah. Whose name is escaping me now. Yeah. The guy from Vegas that came in... And after, Tiger King, after, after Tiger King went to jail. The guy from Vegas and his younger wife, they had to you know they have a new baby and stuff. Um they gave her Carol Baskin the the ownership or whatever of the zoo, and that guy from Vegas has a cert, has a certain amount of time, I want to say 120 days, uh to vacate. Ha! Huh. Now that's I, interesting. It's just weird. Yeah, there's so that is just much. This, they they, they definitely have enough for season two. I mean, we already know that Nicolas Cage has been cast for a TV movie, but
1: <laughs> which I can't wait. Oh, my God. Just to have it. Nicolas Cage back, who, by the way,
0: is an avid comic book collector. That's right. I still think David Spade, when he was Joe Dirt, would be a great Tiger King as well. Oh, he he literally could just put on the
1: same hair piece. Same and, hair piece. Yeah, literally. But
0: Nicolas Cage, that's good. Yeah, I think I like Nicolas that. Cage, though, I don't know. It's stature. He just looks a little too big for Tiger King. I haven't seen Nick in exotic. a while. Maybe maybe, maybe well, It's not not. like shrunk. he shrunk. Maybe he did. Maybe, mm-hmm.
1: maybe he's, he's lost all this weight for the role, and he puts on extra eyeliner.
0: I, I, don't I, know. Don't know. I don't know. It's going to be fun to see what they do with it. Well, in other Tiger King news, there is now going to be a Tiger King comic book biography. We knew this was coming. You had to, had to know it. It's by Tidal Wave Productions. It is set for release on June 24th in both print and digital formats. 24-page comic book written by Michael Frizzell and drawn by Joe Paradise, with colors by Pablo Martien... Martina? Um... That just cracks me up. Right now, the world needs a distraction, reads Tidal Wave's description. Perhaps that's why we're collectively riveted to Netflix's Tiger King a murder mystery resembling an episode of a news magazine Dateline. Tiger King introduced the world to the flamboyant Joe Exotic, a former magician, country singer, and zookeeper with a troubled past. He is currently sitting in jail for planning to murder his rival big cat rescue owner, animal rights activist Carol Baskin. So, uh, it's just, you know, it's called the infamous Tiger King. The cover is a takeoff on a cover from an issue of Amazing Spider-Man that Mike Zek drew that featured Craven the Hunter. Uh, I think it
1: looks good. Uh, I <laughs> they've got it. No, they've got a, several different versions of the cover. Yep. And, um, so, you know, one of them's got Tiger King and Carol. Of course, Tiger King's wielding his two pistols and, uh, yeah, there's a really cool one with a with an actual tiger that looks very colorful, like comic book pages as the stripes, and he's got a tiger king on, which looks pretty cool. But there's the also, one is
0: reminiscent of like Calvin and Hobbes. I was to say yeah, it's reminiscent of Calvin and Hobbes, and it's drawn by a friend of mine named Joe Phillips is the artist on it. Uh, I don't know. I think it's you know it's entertaining. I love good parody stuff. Well, this is based on real life, so I'll be interested to see how it looks. Yep. It also includes a, a
1: page, um, a treatment for how the animals were treated, written by the uh, uh, Peter Foundation director. Um, yep. So, you know, if you're, a, if you're a PETA fan, they'll have something in there for you, and we all know that he did not treat his animals the, the way that he said he did.
0: No, not at all. So there's your Tiger King update. Touched on some real news. Touched on a comic book coming out based on them, which you knew had to happen. And like any good reporter, we will stay on the story. Do, 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 do update time. time. Well, speaking of updates, we
1: something we haven't talked a lot about. Um, it's Star Trek has announced. Um, CBS did Star Trek um, Strange New Worlds.
0: This is her third Star Trek show
1: off of cbs's um i guess we could call it their their prime timeline because the first one was discovery discovery and then picard yep and then picard which is going on right now and discovery's got their third season third season's out or coming up uh it's being worked on and our um, first season is a wrap. It's a wrap, and they've announced the second season. Oh, they have, okay.
0: Yeah. As you can tell, I don't watch any of this stuff because I'm too cheap to pay for CBS All Access. Yeah, yeah. Plus, you're not the biggest Star Trek yeah, or biggest, Star Wars I'm, fan. I'm not the biggest Star Trek or Star Wars fan. I, you know, if it was on TV for free, I'd watch it. Yeah. Just out of curiosity. But if I didn't like it, I would stop watching it, whereas Dennis, I assume... It would have to be really, 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 really super bad for you to not watch it.
1: Yes. And it was close. I oh, almost... Wait, which um, one? Discovery. Really? Yeah. I did not like first season at all. Oh, so um, season two they redeemed. Um, started to. Okay. Um, and then actually they finished up by jumping into the future and... Um, something like eight eight or nine hundred years into the future. So season really? three is going to take place far beyond any other Star Trek series. So wait, same cast? Yep, because so the, they, cast the, the cast travel. traveled. Right. Into, oh, okay. All except somehow Spock. Now I guess it could be because Spock's going to be in Strange New Worlds, but this is going to take place beforehand. So Strange New Worlds, everybody knows, so... The Enterprise came out, Captain Pike was, it had its basically five-year mission, so they were doing their missions, and then Captain Kirk took over and went on through their five, so the first three years were the original TV show, and then they continued on from there. So this is going to take place in between, um,
0: it looks like, Discovery and the original series of Captain Kirk. The original series was Captain Kirk. Correct. Pike was actually the captain before Kirk. Correct. But he was only in, he in the original series, Pike was actually in the first episode, wasn't he, or no? So... Or was it, he in the pilot? The pilot,
1: which was called The Cage, basically, right. um, is, yes, that was Captain Pike. They wound up, CBS not did not pick it up at that time, it would have been NBC who was doing it, and it didn't care. The Do you know who the person who actually got Star Trek to be made was? Gene Roddenberry. No, I know. He created it. But
0: no, who got it? No, I have no idea. It
1: was a Desi Lu production, if that tells you anything. Really? Desi Lu and Lucille Ball? It was Lucille Ball who actually said, I will be the one to fund it and do it and, and produce it and brought it forward. So yeah, we have Lucille Ball to thank for that. Oh, I love her. Yep. Yep. So we were excited. So yeah. So you see him in the original episode and then in the menagerie. When he had the deformity and it was a different actor and everything because oh, Jeffrey okay. Hunter was it. Right. So, yeah. So, this one's going to take place. So, we got to see the Enterprise in in little bits and pieces, particularly the ending of Discovery before it goes off into the future. And um, the second season was all about Captain Pike takes control of the Discovery right. for the season. Right. And... The 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 negatives really on Discovery was it really isn't Star Trek. It's gritty, it's grimy, it's depressing. That's not what Star Trek is. Right. And but and none of the characters act like real Starfleet, you know, personnel. They just don't, until we got Captain Pike. And he did such a good job played by Anson Mount, did a great job with it. And we get to see the Enterprise at towards the end
0: in oh, in cool. some detail, and it looks great. I'll just say, so does Enterprise, because technology is different now from the original show in the '60s. Does Enterprise look like the one in the '60s? So or did they update it a little bit because of what we can do now?
1: They did, and they they actually explain a little bit about it because think about it, from what it looked like in the '60s, that was '60s technology. It's, it's updated, but like during one of the original criticisms of Discovery was, you know, when in the original Star Trek, they had the view screen. Right. and that's what they viewed on it while well, all of a sudden Discovery, which is older oh, we have holographic imagery and everything no. sitting down there and you're so like, they had well, better tech way better that wasn't and developed it, yet going by the Star Trek world right, it made no sense Right. That so they tried sense. to justify it and saying well, we're having problems with the tech so the Enterprise had the holographic imagery removed which is what they were saying really? Yeah, that's so hysterical it, it wound up being really kind of poor writing but they at least tried to find a way to to make it. So they made it even a further jump back, and then they revamped the looks of it, and we've got to see pictures of what it looks like now. And it's very much kind of like the feel of the original Enterprise. It is updated, so they're actual, like, full-blown screens that you can see stuff on, not just like pictures, like like a photo, and it just gets moved across, you know, because that's what the technology... But yeah, they really did a nice job. Now, it's not the original Enterprise. It looks different. Right. It's at least 25% bigger or so. So, yeah, I mean, it's not sense. the same. But it looks really nice. And they're, the big point behind Strange New Worlds is they're going to try and bring back the optimistic feeling and everything like that of Star Trek because they've lost
0: it in both of these series. Uh, I might series. have to give that a shot then. Because I do like the – what's the actor's name place, Pike? Uh, Anson Mount. So we knew him from Inhumans. Black Bolt, baby. Right. Here's what I'm thinking they do an episode where the Enterprise goes to the moon and they run into the Inhumans. And he (laughs) plays Black Bolt as well. Yep, that's what I'm talking about. Oh, that is very cool.
1: Yeah, there we'll we'll try and post a screenshot of what the uh, what the Enterprise bridge looks like and stuff. Um, he's great, and oh, and, he's great. Yes, I love he's him as actor. an actor, um, and he he nailed it. So the cool thing is, so it was um, they've got three main people that are
0: already wait, wait, who played Pike in the first Star Trek movie. The reboot that came out a few years back. Do you remember? Oh! Come on! um... Nope. Chris Hemsworth! Baby Thor! Huh? In the Star Trek movie, the first Star Trek movie that came out that introduced Kirk from a few years ago when they showed Pike, it was Chris Hemsworth. Chris Hemsworth was George Kirk, Captain Kirk's dad.
1: That was what he Pike. was Pike. No, because he dies. That's Captain Kirk's dad. That's why the wife's on there giving birth. They wind up naming him James Tiberius. Oh, that's, that's right. That's George Kirk. Dude. Damn. You, I, Who we played need, Pike? We need a Star Trek, but there was no Pike in
0: that. Oh, there wasn't?
1: No. Oh. Well, you see Pike later on with when
0: you get Kirk in there. Well, it has been like seven years. It was before he played Thor, so it's been a while. Right. So give me some... But I went my I went my watching because I really did like that movie a lot, actually. So it was it was Chris Hemworth. Chris Hemsworth. Yeah, George as George Kirk. dad before he got all buffed right. up. Right, and it was George. Yes. yes. Yeah.
1: Yeah. All right. Because um, there were other. Yeah. You, it's okay. It's okay. We're we're going to do a marathon when I get back, so that that, that you can do. Yeah, that. That. No, that's fine. No, Anson mounts Captain Pike. Yeah. Rebecca Romaine is number one. That's awesome. And she was in you know a little bit in there, and we liked her
0: character. Now, she number looks one. Great. I mean, what. How does that relate to like what was there a number one in the Shatner Star Trek? No, but there was a number oh. one in uh,
1: Next Generation Who? because William Riker was number one, uh, and that's just what they okay. call it. So right, it's right, your, right. First your first officer or off- your yeah. number one. I think it's just terminology and what they
0: use now. I know you don't watch DC's Legends of Tomorrow, I only yeah, I watched the first season, okay? But that's his so last week's up ep- or two weeks ago, the season finale was. Uh, last week, or two weeks ago. Whatever. Point is, they did an episode where, I love stuff like this, where the cast or the crew, the, the legends, jump from different like sitcoms and TV shows. And one of them, they did a Star Trek parody, <gasps> no. where White Canary was the Kirk character. Okay. And um, her... Her girlfriend in the show, who heads up the time bureau, was Spock. Okay. And it was it, for the for the little bit of time they showed on the ship and stuff. It was great. Oh, okay, You gotta okay, go I'm back have and watch. To watch it. Yes, it's the, it's the third to last episode of the season. So okay. Yeah, I thought of you immediately when I saw it. Cool. And they got Ethan Peck. He's going to play
1: Spock. So those That's are the cool. only three they've announced. And he's he going to play Spock from same one from Discovery.
0: And now, I I didn't like is him that. In... Supposed to be like literally Spock, as in yes, as in Leonard Nimoy Spock. Yes, it's the same same character character. Yeah, yeah, really. Yeah. So cool. he he plays him um, again. I didn't
1: like what they did when they first got him into Discovery. Uh, again. There's just a lot of issues with the writing and what they did with it. But I thought he grew into the character. And by the time the series wrapped up and then you see him get the traditional haircut, he not only looks like him. I thought he grew into the Spock character pretty well. And so I'm kind of looking forward to see what they're going to wind up doing with him. Um, Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I'm going to give it hope. Now, the question is, is it going to be made? So they announced Section 31 because really Michelle Yeoh was going to be the lead actress for Section 31. Wait, what's they Section announced 31? That, that's the deep if you want to call it like the deep state that you've been hearing about in the Star Trek universe oh. or the
0: undercopper. So wait, is that a different TV show you mean or Yes,
1: it was going to be a new oh TV God. show because that was tied into it which we learned from some of the original Star Trek, you know, from, you know, uh Deep Space 9 and stuff like that. Right. Well, it got announced and there's been nothing and I don't know if it's ever going to really That'd happen because again, that's going to be this really dark, gritty underside and Star Trek people, we're, we're kind of tired of it. We want the optimism, what what the Federation represents, the beacon of hope. We need that kind of stuff. Well, and I
0: assume in uh, this new one with Pike, they'll have the classic uniforms and
1: yeah, so I mean, classic updated, right? It is. exactly what what it is, and they they look good. Um, I, I'm looking forward to. I, I will absolutely give it a chance because we want it to be in the vein of the original series, sure. the original Gene Roddenberry's sure. original vision, not what they've been doing right now. That's so cool. we're hopeful. We're, we're hopeful. It looks good. I think it all depends on the writing. The writing
0: is going to be the key to this. No, that's cool. I might have to check it out, because I guess for me in Star Trek, I like the original stuff, and when they did do all the, even back in the, you know, uh, I guess it was the '90s when they did the offshoots and stuff. I just didn't care. In fact, the only one that I actually watched, and you'll remember the title of it, you know, Star Trek, whatever, is the one where Scott Bakula played the captain. Oh, Enterprise! Yeah, uh, that was called Enterprise. It was called Enterprise. I, I like that, and I watched that because I love Scott Bakula. Yep, Quantum Leap, baby. Oh yeah, all love the that way. show.
1: Yep, I love that show too. One season, I think it. The reason problem with Enterprise was. It lasted, what, only two years? It was a prequel. No, it was four seasons. Oh. Um, But it was one of these things. It's just like the current Star Trek. Here's something that happened, and the entire season's going to be, you know, dwelling on it, versus, you know, instead of having one or two episodes for a story. um, And it just went off the rails a little bit, and then... um, um, uh, Manny uh, Coden, he wound up coming in. He wound up going off to do um, 24, but he came in in season four, completely turned it around, and you get introduced to all the original Star Trek. So the Tholians, you actually get to really meet oh, your wow. first Tholians. You know, as they start digging into the original, the Gorns were amazing. They have a, a Mirror Universe two part episode that's just the bomb. It was probably the best season of Star Trek ever. But it had lost so many of the fans because they had such a miserable. where that take that place in the
0: timeline then? If it was called Enterprise.
1: Well, it was the original Enterprise, the NXL one. It was the first Warp Five show, yeah. so, it was before so it took Kirk.
0: way before Kirk.
1: Uh, okay, that's what I thought. Okay, yeah, because that was almost Archer. That was the captain. Was actually the founder of the United Federation of Planets.
0: But that show was what from the early two thousands. <laughs>
1: Uh, Yeah, I'm Enterprise, I don't remember off the top of yeah. my head. If it's late, late 90s, early That's 2000s, what say, but it's 90s, right in there. Yeah, because okay. yeah.
0: I do remember watching some of it because of Bakula. You know, on a, another good news front uh, in regards to entertainment stuff, I just heard that Australia is opening back up with filming. Ooh. So Batman apparently is uh, able to start production again, the new Batman movie. Uh, a couple others. I heard WandaVision is getting back into production yeah we're really looking you
1: know really looking forward to seeing what marvel's going to be be doing we got a little information on the wandavision one um because they they announced um
0: so she's got all these manipulative powers for reality yeah she can she can warp in a way reality to what she wants
1: right and apparently, in this, the first half of the season, it's kind of like Leave It to Beaver world, right. and it's very reminiscent of the Vision uh, miniseries that yeah. they did a number of years ago, which looks cool. But they announced because they talk about her relative that's in it, and it looks like it's going to be Quicksilver. Yep. So we all know the Quicksilver from the movie, but the interesting from the Avengers
0: t- Marvel Universe, ones.
1: correct. The interesting twist is they've cast somebody, but
0: which Quicksilver did they cast? They cast I can't remember the actor's name, but Evans. it's Evans. The, Evans. They cast the guy from the X Men movies, right? And which everybody is loved great. that version yeah, of he it. Yeah, was great. Yep, we loved every scene that uh,
1: that that he was in. Out of well, he stole the movies. I he yeah, was just seriously, so good. Yeah. So that's interesting. That's who it looks like is going to wind up playing Quicksilver or a version of him in there. So they're kind of combining the two universes. But it's probably because she has manipulated or twisted the reality where that's how they're going to get it to do it. I think it's quite ingenious, and it brings the fans what they want.
0: Yeah, I think it'll be fun. You know, speaking of that actor, he also stars in American Horror Story on FX. He's been in, like, almost every season Playing you know, a different character, because American Horror Story is like an anthology show where every season they reuse the cast, but it's a brand new story, different characters generally, so on and so forth. And he's been in almost every season. Is, is it Evan Peters? Is that a yeah. name? Okay. Yep. He's been in almost every season. And just to show, once again, I, I just love seeing actors play these different roles, because I love Miss Quicksilver. There's not been one season of American, and I like American Horror Story, but he plays such unlikable characters, and all the time, season of American Horror Story, it's not. I mean, I watch it and I go, God, I know you're a cool dude because I've seen you in interviews, and I love your Quicksilver, but God, you play such a dick character in every freaking season of american horror story
1: see and i've seen every season except for the fun house one that one i absolutely had no interest and i wound up skipping that one
0: but you want last season i believe was the takeoff Mm -hmm. on um the 80s slasher movie because it was at a lake yeah that was a good one yeah I thought that was a. Fun, I thought yeah. that was good. I have enjoyed fun. it almost all. Well, some seasons, they do get you into the scare factor. Yeah. Which they should. It's called American Horror Story. However, that season last year wasn't really scary. It was more... It was fun. I mean, right. it, was, it, was, it was serious, but it had more comedic stuff in it, I guess, for a show called American Horror Story. Yeah. Um, you know who else is in that show is... And I can't remember her name, but... Uh, she's the daughter of, um, oh my God, Carrie Fisher. Carrie Fisher's daughter's in it. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Well, she was also in the last few Star Wars movies that Carrie Fisher was in as well. Yeah, that I knew. She had buns on the side of her hair and everything.
1: Well, they know Kat Dennings is going to reprise her role as Darcy. In it, so she's going to be making some appearances. I don't know if she's going to be an integral character
0: or not from the Thor movies. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah, in in WandaVision. So I was like, ooh, can't wait to to kind of see that. That's really a weird crossover, throwing her into WandaVision.
1: Well, and she's not the only one because we're going to get Monica Rambeau. Right. So we're like, hmm, is she, I mean, is Monica Rambeau an adult? Right, I'm going to assume so, too. Well, she has um, to
0: be. Right. Timeline-wise, because when she was first introduced, it was you know, 20 years ago. But,
1: again, she's warping reality, so oh, they can do whatever true. they want. But is she going to be just Monica's Monica, or is she going to be... Captain Marvel or oh, one of so the cool. incarnations? I don't know, but so they they've introduced herself. This is going to be interesting, but this is going to be the launching pad for all of
0: the other series. I think that that's and going that to come one out. drops. WandaVision is fall of this year,
1: in theory. Which in I theory. know they they were pushing everything back potentially, but I haven't heard any of that pushback. No, I haven't seen it either. Well, um, is that first or second? I think Falcon's actually first, isn't it? No, that's. That's so, the weird thing. That's
0: late. That's late 2020.
1: All right. So it is. They've got Wandavision
0: appearing first, and, and then, then Falcon. Falcon Winter Soldier, which apparently takes place right after Endgame. Yeah. You know, where Endgame left off. Loki is early 2021. What if, which is their animated uh, show, and is the longest episodes has twenty three episodes. Is late 2021 and then Hawkeye is also late 2021, which I don't believe they've even started filming that one. No,
1: I say what if I'm really excited about because I'm a big fan of the comics, um, you know, all the different what ifs, so I can't
0: wait to see what's live action, but I understand that that would jack the budget out so huge. Yeah, they can't. I get it, it has to be animated, but I think some of the actors from the live action are going to be using their voices for the what if stuff. Okay. So that'll be kind of cool to to hear that. So, and then, you know, to be announced stuff with Marvel's Miss Marvel, which can be cool, Moon Knight. And the one I'm really looking forward to is She-Hulk, because I want to see who they cast, how they do it, because She-Hulk doesn't necessarily need to be CGI'd as a character like the Hulk did. Honestly, she doesn't. She, because she, even in the comic books, like in the comic books, the Hulk, you, you just look at the the Hulk in the comics, and you're like, oh yeah, that dude needs to be CGI. Lou Frigno, as great as it was at the time, yeah. just didn't pull it off. He just wasn't big enough.
1: But but there's a reason. I mean, the Hulk in the comics like nine
0: feet tall. Right. You just can't do but it But in the comic books. She Hulk, even from a drawing standpoint, has always just been drawn as basically a buff you know body taller She's type taller. woman. i mean really right. if they got a a six six and a half
1: foot bodybuilder type woman probably any of the wrestlers american gladiators yeah i mean i
0: think what they i think what they have to do is it they either have to cast the actress that's going to play jen uh is it jen walters i think yeah to play Jen Walters is She-Hulk's real name. They need to cast... Let's say they cast an actress to play She-Hulk as She-Hulk. So a, a really fit, tall actress. And then when she's not She-Hulk and she's Jen Walters, they do a little CGI like they did with Chris Evans as Skinny Cat. You know, as skinny yeah. Steve Rogers. And they take her face and head and put it on a smaller uh actress's body or they cast a regular actress, you know, regular size actress, you know, five five person, well, okay. and use her face and head on the buff she hawk type. Well, actress. I am thinking just a little bit opposite than you. I would go take a short character like
1: Melissa Roush's character from um Big Bang Theory. A knight who's around
0: five foot tall. Melissa um, Roush. Was a blonde, right? Yeah. Married to um she married, Howard, she, Howard, right? Yeah. yeah.
1: So you know she's five foot tall, but then you get somebody who kind of looks like her, you know, the same type of b- face or something like that. Two different actresses, but two different actresses. Yeah. Ah, and then think- you get somebody who's six foot three and buff, and then when she turns it, you just go boop, and and you have the other person. I, I mean, that's how you're economically going
0: to do it and get it to look without CGI. No, and because I don't think the CGI part. Of swapping faces and stuff like what they did with Chris Evans, uh, is super expensive. I think the cost has come down. I think CGI stuff is more expensive with but special if, effects. If you take, I don't know. I just look look at the original Hulk. That's what you're kind of
1: comparing it with. I mean, you had you know David Banner, and then you know it was Lou Ferrigno. So I mean, you right, and in the face the there was nothing. Right, and but it, and it, it worked. I
0: mean, for not just his yeah, time, but, but once you, again, you the problem it. is with she with. With the Hulk, his face, his brow got bigger. Everything changed. With She-Hulk, comic book-wise, her face doesn't really change. She just she, gets bigger. Well, if you remember the very first now, issue where you see the shaping
1: behind her, and right. then she's taller, her face does look a little different.
0: Yeah. I, I mean, I, get, I see what you're saying. They could cast, you know, say the actress you were talking about for Big Bang as Jen Walters, cast a different actress for She-Hulk, and then... Do some prosthetics on her face to get the look of the regular actress. I don't know. All we can say is we're not making the
1: decisions, but you know you got to keep it cost conscious because it is Disney Plus. Moon Knight, I'm looking forward to Moon Knight's the big one as
0: long as they cast it properly. Yeah,
1: Moon Knight is really the Marvel uh, Universe's version of Batman. But he's kind of a schizo-Batman, which is really kind of cool. Looking very much forward to that, what they're going to do with it. Hopefully it winds up being well done. Yeah, we'll have to
0: see. All right, well, that's our time. We hope you guys enjoyed it. We will uh, catch you later. Remember, you can check us out on iTunes, iHeartRadio, SoundCloud. And then don't forget Facebook, our Facebook page. And you can always email us. Show at Yahoo.com. We look forward to seeing you next week. Bye-bye. Until next week, grab your 3D glasses, get your favorite comic books, roll them up, and put them in your back pocket the way you should treat comics.
1: Throw your pigskin up on the mantle. This is Dennis.
0: This is Andy. Later, Later, friends. friends.